Hasta la vista, baby. Think I'm crying? There's no crying in baseball! I'll get you my pretty, and your little dog too! King Kong ain't got shit on me! It's showtime. Good day, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rewind It Back podcast. As always, I am Bill, Joe, and Jim are here tonight, and we have a guest again for this episode. We have my brother-in-law, Steve Janetsko. Steve, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Steve, I'm really happy that you were able to get on tonight to discuss this movie that we're going to be doing, Tropic Thunder. Something happening here. What is this thing exactly? There's a man. Oh, come on, man. Don't you die on me, Foley. I'm sorry, can we cut? What is going on here? Hey, I'm about to jump off this, this helicopter like Wesley Snipes. I'm doing the scene right now. I'm scene? The scene is about emotionality. Where is it? Oh, God, I am dealing with a bunch of prima donnas. The action guy who left the fridge open. The award winner. Critically acclaimed Australian actor Kirk Lazarus underwent a controversial procedure in order to play the platoon's African-American sergeant. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. The comedian. You think you can do what I do? Take a picture of this. This summer, you want to make this movie right? We take those boys up there, put them in the trees, shoot the whole thing gorilla style. Real fear in the right. Yes, yes. The movie they think they're making. Exterior, rainforest, dust, cut to a frightening jungle. Isn't a movie anymore. Don't worry, Matrix. So what? This is pretty real. Exactly. Let's use it. Some of us might not make it back. What do you mean? Like, not on the same flight? We'll send you here. Hey, dude, you alright? Totally lean into that, bro. You wanna do one more? I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Thunder. To go lost and trying just to get up that hill. No, we up in the big league. That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You out of your mind. What? You really need help. Man, just because the theme song don't make it not true. So, I love this movie. I mean, it's few and far between when I see it, but it's one of those movies that always sticks out. And I guess it was probably like one of the last comedies made before 2010. And like they just stopped making comedies like really raunchy comedies like this. I mean, this one is just is is satire. It's like it's, it's a parody of just, you know, basically Hollywood and how they make movies. Um, I mean, they, the three main characters in this movie are Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr. and Jack Black. And I I haven't seen this movie in a while, but I forgot how many other actors 
and actresses were in this, like Matthew McConaughey's in it. Nick, I forgot about Nick Nolte for a second, that he was uh, the movie that the production company was making that these three actors were starring in. There were, it was basically going to be a, a movie about the book he wrote about him being in Vietnam and uh, losing both of his arms. The entire cast is great. I think I remember seeing this in the theater and I was a little apprehensive about it just because it looked a little pokey, but it's 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 awesome. I love it so much. It was a great pick for tonight. Don't forget about Tom Cruise. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise, he was he he plays like the producer. Like studio executive he's, 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 producer. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. he he's he's one of those characters where like he comes in and he's just he's just a complete firecracker. He's off the walls. He's like the complete opposite of what Tom Cruise usually plays. Tom Cruise in his movies, he usually plays like you know, the hero, like in the Mission Impossible movies or some kind of this this was kind of like a comeback movie, not like essentially a comeback movie, but like he was getting a lot of bad PR around the time this came out in 2008, just with like the, the whole Katie Holmes thing and like him getting drunk and <laughs> and uh, causing a scene in the neighborhood or whatever happened with uh, Kanye always said he wasn't drunk. He just had a few brews. I love that lyric. But uh, uh, this was kind of like a like a revival for him because a lot of people were turned off by him and this showed like a sense of humor um danny mcbride in this too uh what was he like the pyrotechnic guy yep. <laughs> uh and then bill Hader, like a an upstart bill haters in this great cast a lot of great comedians in this and then oh, like yeah. a lot of good serious actors too like you said nick nolte tom cruise um spoofing on the industry great movie the uh the, the two characters like so the, the story is it's just a, it's a fun action movie. It's it's an action movie. It's a comedy movie. And again, it's, it's all about Hollywood. I think the situational comedy is just is genius where the actors of the movie uh, were being forced to actually survive in a war like setting in, in Vietnam. Then they just added all this hilarity to it and it worked out perfectly. The two characters in the movie that, that that really stand out is Robert Downey Jr.'s character. And as we just said, Tom Cruise, they're both, their roles in here are just comedic gold. And you don't recognize either of them. Like, I think the first time I saw it, it took me like a good couple seconds for me to realize like that that's Tom Cruise because he's, it's, it's, it's not the Tom Cruise you're used to seeing. He's like, he's that got these, these Popeye forearms. He has, he's balding. He has, he's glasses. Bat suit. Bat mm-hmm. head, really, really hairy. And, uh, and, but it, I mean, they both fit their roles like perfectly. And, you know, you're, you're so used to seeing Robert Downey Jr. as, as Iron Man, but it's awesome to see him in this comedic role. He's where he's just like inappropriate the whole he time. Came he's out like, the same year, same summer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And this wasn't too far removed from Sherlock Holmes either around the same. Oh, that was Oh nine. I think. Yeah. No, Iron Man kind of bought him back, but this, I mean, this was like, he got nominated for Academy award for this. I mean, that was really like along with Tom Cruise. That was really a comeback year for Robert Downey Jr. Like he was, he only lost out to Heath Ledger, the Joker. So yeah, he did. It was like, if it's one thing to lose out to, it's going to be a role like that. What a great year for movies. God, movies suck now. What a great year. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I, you know, yeah. they, I, we always discuss, like, how they don't make comedies anymore. But I think, like, this movie and, like, The Hangover were, like, the two last comedies that I, I like, remember. Just anything uh, goes. Just, yeah, exactly. Just anything goes. I mean, like, even, like, so in, in, in this movie, like, as you heard in the preview, like, Robert Downey Jr. plays this role of a... Uh, he, he he gets black faced, 
um, which that, you know, you bring that to a, a, a movie company or production company, they're going to look at it and they're just going to like fire it into the trash can. No, that shit doesn't go anymore. Uh, yeah. But it, but like the point is, is that like his Robert Downey's character, he's like he's just he's this method actor. Like he's always in character, and he's like he's like I don't break character until the commentary of the movie. Yeah, it's a, it was like a, it was like a spoof on like Russell Crowe almost, right? Like, like or other method actors, actor. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, back then people got the joke, but now it's like you, people you, are either terrified of making jokes or or people are just too dim-witted to get jokes anymore so yeah when i uh, i rented it recently just now and in the description for why it's rated r it says blackface as part of like you know like where it says like nudity language, of course excessive excessive violence there's a it says blackface not the mountains of, like, of cocaine that jack oh yeah the, the heroin <laughs> yeah that there, yeah there's piles of or the, or Small the comp- time, man i'll suck your dick i'll swallow the green <laughs> <laughs> like, yep I I'll, I'll, cu- I'll cut the balls yeah, a couple balls. <laughs> or the or the product line of uh, what is it? Uh, oh. Lots of nut bars and booty sweat <laughs> energy drink. Or- <laughs> yeah, booty sweat. That actor was great in it. But like, yeah. I, I don't remember too many other movies from that guy uh, who played uh, the the rapper in this, but he oh, was yeah. great in this. Yeah, he kind of gets that- overshadowed by what was his name? Uh, Al Pacino. Yep. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. Actor actor Brandon T. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he was great. But he was Al-, Al Pacino. I mean, go. <laughs> I, I, I can't get over that i mean just and and honestly look this movie has is laden with it's horribly insensitive right it's beyond the stereotypical african-american played by robert downey with that southern blank whatever he was however he was speaking throughout the whole movie the excessive use of the word retard throughout you can't do <laughs> that go full retard. everybody knows you never go full retard what do you mean check it out dustin hoffman ray man look retarded act retarded not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Show. Sure. Not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded maybe. Braces on his legs, but he charmed the pants off next to him and won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? Ask Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty handed. Can you say you can't even say that anymore? Uh, no, I mean you'd get massacred. And and honestly, if any script contained the word retard anymore, it would literally get lit on fire. <laughs> yeah. Among other insensitivities in this movie. Yes. Yeah, so, so Ben Stiller's cat. We'll get in the character. So Ben Stiller, his character, uh, he's basically like a, a I guess a, a fading action hero. His name is uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Tug Speedman, right? As we just said, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, he's a method actor. His name is Kirk Lazarus. What's that? Tug Speed. Speed. He's he's basically an aging Stallone at this in this movie or like Mm -hmm. or or like an aging Arnold on the way out the door. And then there's there's Jack Black. I think he's that he's a drug addict comedian actor and uh, he's Jeff Portnoy. But but before this whole movie, this, this movie opens up in such a genius way where it shows like the previews for the movies that the, these stars are going to be in. Uh, Jim, you have the best story. I'm not going to say, I'll, I'll let you tell because you tell it the best about how when this movie was, was uh, out, you and I saw this with my roommate at the time and he didn't realize that they were like spoof trailers until Robert Downey Jr. started giving uh, Toby Maguire a hand job in the priest movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
like he like the first trailer went and it was like scorcher five and he was like i didn't see the first four and i thought he was <laughs> talking with me like he leaned in and whispered it and I, I was like and then like the the fatties movie came up where jack black's just farting on everybody and he goes that looks terrible and i was like this guy is dead serious he thought he thinks these are real and i was you know me i you just hit the shovel. I, I just egg it. Whenever I see somebody, I, I never take I never step back from an opportunity to let somebody make an ass of themselves. So I just I just like egged them on. I was like, ah, oh, I'll go see that. And then the uh when the they were the two priests jerking each other off, um, Robert Downey Jr. and uh Toby McGuire, um, he looked at me and he looks like he had his he looked like he had this sense of like fear on his face, like he didn't know what was happening. <laughs> At, when he looked at me like all shocked and confused, I just lost it laughing. And I was like, it's part of the movie, man. It's part of the movie. He was like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> he could handle the fart jokes. He could handle uh, the the uh, Scorcher sequel that he didn't see. But when it came to the uh, Dutch ruddering between two priests, that was that's where he drew the line. So they're, <laughs> so they're trying to make this Dutch movie. ruddering. <laughs> so they're trying to make this movie called Tropic Thunder. It's based off of again this guy. I think his name is uh, I don't forget what his name is, but I remember his nickname is Four Leaf, and it's about like his his time in Vietnam and being this war hero and everything. And then things just keep get, getting fucked up one after another in the uh, in the while well, during the production of the movie. And then as time goes on, you know it's it's because all the stuff costs money. We get to meet Tom Cruise's character, Les Grossman. And he's the one who's, you know, producing the movie. And again, he just he comes out like guns blazing in his uh, his first appearance. Hey, your ass had him up. Your feet were on my desk. I don't, I don't know why we don't have it. Should be up. Get him a diet coke. Les, huh? It's working. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you're doing right what? there. Hello, Les. Okay. Hello, okay. Les. We, we, okay. we got you loud and clear here, Les. I see you. I see you. I see you. Which one of you fuck faces is Damien Cochran? Uh, that's me, sir. Uh, it's good to finally meet you at last. Get some face time. And who here is a key grip? You. You. Hit that director in the face. Really fucking hard. Sorry, man. <laughs> ow. 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 <laughs> this is your fault. You limey fuck. Shit the money bed, my friend. What? God damn it, Damien! For all due respect, Les Grossman did not blow up the jungle! What? Fuck the jungle. Exactly! Come on, man! Hey, Les, I have this... I miss you're angry, but I am dealing with a bunch of prima donnas clowns! Tug Stephen, he can't cry! He can't cry! You know how you handle an actor? They whine about anything. You pull down their pants and you spank their ass! You spank that ass, Les. What? Spanking a child turns him into a little snot. Fear. And this is Nick Nolte's character. Makes him a man. I know a place where a man's worth is measured. And the ears hanging from his dog tags. The real deep shit. You want to make this movie right? That's where you take your pansy ass actors. Who's this guy? Uh, Les, that's, uh, Four Leaf. Sergeant Four Leaf Tabak. I wrote the book. Oh. You're a great American. This nation owes you a huge debt. 
Now shut the fuck up and let me do my job. Cockburn? Yes. From now on, my fist is going to be so far up your shithole that every time you have a thought, it's going to have to tiptoe past my wedding ring. Take control of your actors, or I will shut you down. Die, Kong! That's awesome. I fought, every time I see him, it's just like, okay, when's he coming back? When's the next scene with him? I thought you were so, going to play this step back and fuck your Oh no, I'm, yeah. I, that that's coming. That's yeah, coming. That's, I that, suspect that scene. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like on a that's like like top ten like favorite movie clips. So um, so Damien Cockburn is the director, and Les Grossman, he's the studio executive. He's giving him an ultimatum, basically saying, "Get the cast under control, or the project is going to be canceled." So Damien and four leaf they get together and they're saying like oh we're gonna you know we're gonna drop these actors like in the middle of the jungle with hidden cameras and rigged special effects and the the you know the actors are gonna have guns but they're gonna have blanks in them yeah like the, the whole time these actors are just thinking that they're they're being filmed when they're they're not they're just trying to get the shit scared out of them so they would be you know <laughs> under better control all right so they get lost in the jungle there and basically trying to get the point A to point B in the jungle. They just follow. They're actually like they have like the what are they called, Joe? The, like the uh, I guess the scene cards, what they're supposed to be doing. That's how they like yep. kind of like get through the, the, mm. the jungle, find out what next scene that they're going to do. And uh, they end up running into this. They're captured by, I guess, this this I don't, I don't know what kind of group you want to call them. I know they're, they're, they're a dragon. drug manufacturing group in, in, in Vietnam or yeah. Laos, one of those right. places. And they're legitimate. They control like a huge part of the drug trade in Southeast Asia. Something and dragon is their name. Flaming dragon. Flaming, this is flaming, flaming dragon. dragon. Yeah. Run by like a run by twelve like year old kid. kid. Yeah, like a kid. Oh yeah. At, at, at the at the oldest twelve. <laughs> He's so small. <laughs> the, the the best though is that when when that when that group ends up capturing Ben Stiller. I am trapped. You are trespassing in my poppy fields. You are DEA scum! Were there some rewrites? And I missed. that again please don't hurt me no like you did before say it say it please don't hurt me me sure bend on jack me sure bend on jack what you are simple jack you saw Simple Jack? We love the tale of this man, Simple Jack. We do not have many luxury here. And Simple Jack is the only movie we possess. Oh, so you got the VHS. We've watched it many, many times. You should have got Osaka. Yeah, so a couple of, so just to back up a little bit, what, as Bill mentioned in the, earlier in the show, Ben Stiller's character, Tug Speedman, is a failing basically actor on his last legs and this movie simple jack was a box office and critical failure it's and it's an it from all accounts in the movie it's pretty bad except in vietnam it's the only movie they have and they VHS. love it 
on VHS and they absolutely love it. So they worship Ben Stiller or Tug Speedman as a god. It's hysterical. Yeah, so then they, they realize who he is. So they decide that they're going to like hold him hostage and they get in touch with Matthew McConaughey, who is yeah, he, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> plays Ben Stiller's uh, his agent. And he gets in touch with them and with him and Lex. And they're like, they're negotiating, like, you know, that they, we, we kidnapped simple Jack. And like, they think that the flaming dragon, that's the name of another, like uh, an agency. Hey, Tugger nuts. I've got you on speakerphone. I'm standing here with Les Grossman and he is dying to tell you why he has apparently wiped his ass with the TiVo clause from your contract. We are flaming dragon. Speedman is with us now. For 50 million. Who, who is this? And how'd you get this phone? We are flaming dragon. Simple Jack belongs to us now. I can't believe I'm still having this conversation. Oh, he does, does he? Hey, let me tell you something, shitbird. I've never even heard of your little agency. But if you think you can poach my client, $50 million, you know, see Simple Jack again because we kill him. This is Lash Grossman. Who is this? This is flaming dragon. <laughs> okay, flaming dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Now, I don't know what kind of pan Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. What can you say to that? <laughs> you don't. You don't say anything. You just hang up the phone and you just you, and you get a beer. Even if you're criminal drug lords. I think the funniest part of that scene though was that they keep asking the 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 terrorists who they are and they just keep getting louder and louder because no one's giving a shit about the flaming dragon. <laughs> it's actually hysterical. And then since uh, Jack Black, his character, he's he uh, his drugs. Uh, got went into the wind and he finds out that uh well he starts to go through and through withdrawal and he, ends, he tells that you know the the guys in the troop just to like tie him to a tree otherwise things are gonna get really bad for him and that's when like you know they he's in a tree and like they find out that al pacino is gay and he jack black is asking telling the guys to release him i love how it's the guy from InSync too it's Lance Bass. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sitting next to him because he says, "What is?" He says, "Lance." And he's like, "Lance?" I said, no, I said, "Nance." I was really hoping I'd get laid when this movie came out. Jay Baruchel, he's in this movie too. Okay. Yeah, such a forgettable actor. You got a certain something you're trying to get with. Yeah. There's like six other actors. Al Pacino. <laughs> he's like ten girls deep, twenty four seven. Oh, you missing me, man. I'm talking about some special big difference. How about it? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Well, what's the skinny? You all been on a date or what? No. I mean, I always wanted to, but I guess I just never had the, the courage to ask. It's, it's complicated. No. It's simple as pie, man. You plant your feet in the ground, you look square in the eyes, and you say, hey. Baby, you and me's going on today. That's in the story. What's the name? Lance. Listen here, Lance. Lance. <laughs> what the fuck did I just hear, Lance? You said Lance? No. That sounded like Lance. No, I said Nance. That's what I said, Nance. It sounded like Lance. Look, I'm Al Pacino, okay? 
I love the pussy, all right? Lay your ass back down and look at the stars. When you wrote I love the pussy, was you thinking of dangling your dice on Lance's forehead? No, <laughs> hell no. What? <laughs> look, Man, everyone's gay once in a while. I'm not gay. This How about we do this? How about we all get back to work? Okay. This is ridiculous. Cool. We got a big day tomorrow. Get focused. Alpha, if you untie me, I will literally suck your dick right now. I told you for the last time, I love the pussy. I'll cradle the balls, stroke the shaft, work the pipe, and swallow the gravy. <laughs> Get it over here, buddy. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> They don't make them like they used to. Oh my god! You can't make that anymore. You can't say any of that anymore in a movie. Oh this my! Movie, god. This movie does not get enough credit. I no, mean, it doesn't. No, it's, it does. It, oh, I guess this movie is criminally underrated anymore. It really is. It's. Mm -hmm. It's. A, I feel like it's almost forgotten. Right? Like you don't hear about this kind of stuff anymore. People it are. Does. It's. It's just because nobody plays it anymore because everybody's afraid to play it. It's the same yeah, thing as become, like. Idiocracy, that movie. Like he, like there's certain movies that people don't want to touch just because the stigmas that surround them. Yeah, it's become like taboo with yes. all just all the stuff in it. Yeah, and this and this movie is top to bottom taboo, Steve. Like top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like there is there is nothing that's not currently culturally taboo in this movie. Oh, that's it. So it's almost every scene you can look there and be like just. Canceled, canceled. I mean, everything. Like, I mean, honestly, if 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 any of the if Robert Downey Jr. attended blackface again in his career, he would literally be executed by somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, by Twitter. No, it's like the some people, woman, someone would find his ass. One would, secret shot of the paparazzi on like filming, and being like, "There he is. He's really wearing it," and then, <laughs> we wouldn't even go to production or anything. Oh, they, they would, they would shut it down immediately. They would come after him with pitchforks and torches. But even like Ben Stiller was great in this. And I mean, like, I'm not a huge Ben Stiller fan. I mean, you, you, you know, he you meet the parents. Those movies were good. You know, uh, something about Mary Zoolander. But, but, there you go. Zoolander. Well, that's a classic. But, but yeah, yeah. He, was, he was he was great in this. And even uh, you know, Jack Black, the same way. I'm not a fan of Jack Black, but like he he held his his uh, his own in this movie. Yeah. And I think this was like maybe the first movie with Robbie Downer Jr. I've ever seen him in a comedy. Um, I love how yeah. with, with Jack Black, they give him the like the Chris Farley hair too. Like, yeah. he's got the the, the blonde bulk. <laughs> I just I love that. I, I love that his whole shtick's a shameless knockoff of the Nutty Professor. That's just his. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, play, he plays everybody. The fatties. Yeah. I mean that's just that's too yeah. fun. Yeah, but again, I, th this movie no doubt pushes the envelope. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is which is one of the reasons it's 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 just it's so funny. I mean it's. I, it, the humor is not for everyone, obviously. As you just said, Steve, there's a few taboo topics like you know, racial humor, gay humor, it, uh, jokes at the expense of the mentally handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could go on and on about this movie, uh, but it, it's it's a must see. It's I've, I've definitely it's been a long time, so I was due for to watch this movie again. But I gotta. Um, Who's yeah, your favorite character? Oh my god, favorite character! I gotta say, Les Grossman. I, it's that's like it's, the it, default it, answer, it's, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard. Who's your favorite character aside from Les Grossman? And I'll, and I'll do Robert Downey Jr. too. Yeah, um, Kirk besides, besides those two, oh, um, 
Pecker man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sometimes he's, he's just good. so good. You know, the guy's whole thing is curly bleach blonde hair and like the two the two tone polo was that whole look he has. And he's all about the TiVo. And that's what's that's what saves him in the end. <laughs> I do yeah, like yeah. I do like Jack Black's character. That scene we just played to is one of the uh, reasons that or, I was, uh, I was, was crying like, over. Portnoy or whatever his name is. Yeah. 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 So I would say either Jack Black or or, or McConaughey. Who's everybody's oh, yeah. least favorite character? I think it's. I think everybody's. I think everybody's gonna have a different third favorite character, but I think everybody's gonna have the same least favorite character in the movie. Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, who was your Who was your favorite character? Did you say my that? favorite aside from Robert Downey's yeah. uh, Kirk Lazarus and uh, and uh, what the hell's his name? Les Grossman. Les Grossman is. Uh, it's probably Jack Black's character, the the, the uh, Jeff Portnoy. I don't know. It's he's good, and Dane, Danny McBride's good, and Nick Nolte's good. If Nick Nolte got more screen time, he probably yeah. would have been up there. He, yeah. He's great in every scene he's in. To be fair, I actually really like Steve Coogan as a director. I thought he did a good job playing just the uh, you know, completely overwhelmed rookie director, getting his <laughs> ass kicked by his by the actors the whole time, and then stepping on a landmine, a, a real one, and blow it up. Yeah, that scene when Stiller has like he puts his head on his oh, yeah. on, like the bayonet of his gun and he yeah. puts his finger under there. He's like, it's just <laughs> it's a prop. latex. It's a prop. Yeah. it's a prop. It's like corn syrup and red food Le- coloring. Mm, delicious. That's what, flavored corn syrup. That's why the uh he actually saved their lives there because that's when the uh when the uh the the drug lords decided that they were insane and didn't want to go up against. <laughs> yeah, well and then they got the C4. He throws that prop grenade, but then yeah. Danny McBride already had the C4 rig. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, blow it. And then they blow. So then they think it's a real grenade. Yeah, it was just like the, it was like the perfect timing for Danny McBride. And that, oh, was, yeah. that was just his. I mean, he, he was great, too. I mean, in his limited amount of screen time, it was, he was really funny. But again, Danny mm-hmm. McBride's funny all the time. Yeah. I, I like the. Um... What we were just saying that how like with the uh, when Ben Stiller like runs out and into the, like the open field with all the uh, the drug lords and he just starts just shooting his gun. Yeah, into he's the like woods firing and- the gun from the hip. Like- <laughs> yeah, like like predator style in that one scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those guys just mowing down yeah. the woods. Yeah, I really enjoyed Ben Stiller. And you know, at you know, in that scene where he got, he falls to his knees and his hands are up, kind of like like um in like platoon. platoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did, and he did that twice in the movie. I thought that was really, really funny. Just he just gets shot so many times when he, in the beginning when he, he when he does that. And he gets shot like seventy five times. He's like <laughs> vibrating on can. But then over. he still. But then he talks right after. He's just laying in the puddle talking. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like least favorite character, I don't, I, I don't know. Probably maybe Bill Hader's character only because he just played such a kiss ass. He's a schmuck. I mean, I love Bill Hader as an as Yeah, I was saying, I it's hard I, to hate him, though. I, yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I love Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, look, I have nothing against Bill Hader, but that character just got oh, under yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody's yeah. skin. So if you're going to hate a character in the movie, that's probably the one guy you're going to be like, you know, fuck you. Yeah, that's, think- my, that's my answer, Jim, to, uh, to your question about who's my least favorite. And if, and if anybody works in any sort of corporate setting, they've been around guys like that. Like those type of yes, it's not an exaggeration. Like those, like those type of people. That's why it's so easy to just relate and just be like, yeah. I mean, like that's another thing about this movie. Just it just shows how like just how Hollywood works. But but I feel like in places like Hollywood where there's a lot of money on the line and people are more volatile, Mm -hmm. it's definitely to the next level. Oh yeah, I feel I feel like in other corporate settings that where there's a little less on the line, it's probably not as bad. Well, yeah. 
I mean, Bill Hader, Bill Hader is basically blowing Tom Cruise in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and there's always <laughs> you never know with with those people like you're high. saying the high stakes. We're, we're blowing Tom Cruise in this. It's a good point. Yeah, we are. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to argue when he's you know yelling at the flaming dragon. I'm telling you, it's this movie. Like, there's been some cameos, but like this movie, like nobody ever saw Tom, Tom Cruise like this before mm-hmm. until this movie. He was always oh, mysterious, no. and then after that whole Oprah jumping on the couch thing, people oh. thought he was a serial killer. Scientology, and then, and then Katie, Katie Holmes stuff, and and then the Katie Holmes can't be in the next Batman movie, can't leave the house, that whole type of stuff. Like he, this this revived him, at least in public, with public uh, in the court of public appeals or or public opinion, I guess. Before, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not much. There's uh, there's not much plot to this movie. It's just go out there. Here's the goofiest thing you've ever heard of. Go out there with the goofiest goofiest bunch of assholes you ever seen and execute yeah. it. And so at the end of the movie, what ends up happening for our listeners who haven't seen it is that the other actors and and Ben Stiller they tend they go their separate ways because they're going the wrong way. Ben Stiller is like convinced that they're going one direction and they're. Uh, the, the others are like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You're doing this wrong. And they go away. He gets captured. We talked about that before. He gets tortured and they see it because they get lost as well. So they so they have to plan to rescue him from the flaming dragon. And they do it with Robert Downey Jr. throwing Jack Black's naked body o- on a water buffalo and walking into the uh, into the Vietnamese uh, heroin yeah. production compound or yeah. camp or whatever. And then his bad Chinese gives him away and then the fighting starts and it's the fighting is hysterical because they're shooting blanks. They have all their guns have no ammo in them. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, almost every single scene in this, in this movie is, is quotable. I mean, everything is so well done. The story is just, is, is over the top. I think the biggest win for uh, a movie like this is the, how well it's aged. In my opinion, movies like this one, the hangover, uh, Borat, or uh, or Anchorman, like every, they were funny when they came out, but I I and I still find it that they do have replay value. It's not something that I'll probably watch every single weekend, but if third it's comedy TV, that's come yeah. out in the last ten years that is reputable. Okay, I mean maybe not maybe, maybe years, five years last five maybe, years that's reputable on this level. No, no five years. Uh, ten years. People still five, talk about yeah that ten. you'll be talking about that long from you know another ten years from now or something. Ten they come years out from, and then they fade away. Last ten years of comedy, I would think of as probably Deadpool. Anything, maybe five years. I don't think anything with that. And Deadpool's got the whole like MCU thing tied. Like it's got all like it's got a whole other thing tied to it. They can still kind of lure people in. It is funny, yeah. but like just like pure comedy. You know, like you're saying, like an Anchorman or something, just like an off the wall story. I can't it's think just... of comedies in the movie theaters in the last five to ten years. Yeah, I mean, Brian, Brian, that already good. Bridesmaids was good. That's one that, that grew on me over the years. Mm-hmm. Really? Did that come out? When did that come out, though? That, that seems uh, like it's older. That, that, had to be, that had to be like 2010, somewhere in there. 2012, yeah. somewhere yeah. in that like, ballpark. But I do like Bridesmaids. It's, it's, it's funny, but it yeah. wasn't made in the last 10 years. Yeah. So let, me, let me see. 2011 doesn't qualify. Yeah. Nope, doesn't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> but And I also forgot that, uh, that, that Ben Stiller directed this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that in the credits. Yeah, I really wish he would go back to like doing stuff like this. 
Uh, I mean, he's. Oh, uh, we watched I feel like the last the last good place. decade for comedies was 2000 to 2010, mm-hmm. and really, there's nothing. Oh, yeah. else. I mean, that was really like. The, I mean, I I don't know. I think maybe in as we transitioned into the 2011 and to 2020, obviously our culture changed with sensitivities and everything else, and and nobody's willing to take a swing anymore or take a shot. At anything nobody wants to be insulted everybody's about positivity nobody finds anything funny and it really is disappointing i mean for me you know a movie's supposed to be a creative outlet to poke fun at some of the flaws in society right like this movie pokes fun at the ridiculous nature of film productions this this was basically production hell if you think about it just first from its narrative right it's nothing but a botched production and so, and like this whole the whole movie was ended up being made into a movie. The end called Tropic Blunder that won like eight Academy Awards and made like four hundred million dollars. So the very end, you find out that Les Grossman is rolling in money at this point because of how of the success of this movie. Ben uh, Tug Speedman got the Oscar he longed for for decades, and they go off into the sunset. I love how he's uh, Christopher Walken sitting in front of them too. Like right when he wins the award, when like pan the camera over, <laughs> they got him. They got him a cameo in the movie. Might as well. <laughs> I mean, looking at uh, comedies over. Yeah. So uh, somebody in the Twitch chat commented that uh, Step Brothers, two thousand eight, another good. Oh movie. yeah. Yes, yeah, so Step. Like you're saying that whole early two thousand. Ten years, old, guys. Ten years. Old, old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but just somebody in the chat commented, Jim. Step Brothers yeah. is a classic. It is. I just. I'm just looking at a list of movies that came out in the last 10 years. Oh, 10 comedies, years, yeah. And there's somehow Seth Rogen got that sausage party movie made when they didn't make comedy. Oh, yeah. Have, yeah. Well, I remember yeah. Knocked Up came out like in, was it 07? That was all right. I actually really enjoyed the movie Role Models, which came out around the same time as Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. So, that Sean William Scott and yeah. Paul Rudd. That, yeah, was actually, yeah. that was pretty funny. But other, I can't think, I really can't think of anything that came out between 2012 and today that was I won't say any good because you know I like some of, I like I like you know Infinity War right so like I'm not a complete stooge but, um, but I can't think of any real I comedies mean, I mean there's 21 Drum Street 2012 made the cut just, yeah just made the cut this is the end that's that another you know oh yeah that was that's one of those ones that the second time around wasn't as funny oh that's a Simon Pegg movie right yeah yeah those guys kind of ran their course their shit got beaten into the ground. But then, like you, I'm looking, through, I'm scrolling through here, and all those these the movies that they deem as comedy. Oh, there's Deadpool. These movies that they deem as comedies were, were just junk. Like they have Central Not- Intelligence movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Like that's horrible, oh. horrible movie. Yeah, yeah. I never, I, mean, I never saw it. And I'm glad I didn't. They have the Ghostbusters movie with the uh, the the female cast. As the well. new, they have yeah. Red Game Night, Kick Ass Two. Red wasn't bad. A lot of sequels. I see a lot of sequels. Hmm. And they're also more geared to, they're more like family friendly, almost kid, a lot of them. Identity like they're, they're, they're way more safe. Melissa McCarthy, Identity Fifth. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, but she's not funny. Terrible. Oh my God. I can't stand Melissa McCarthy. She's not funny. Like, no, she's, she's not. She sucks. She was hysterical on Gilmore Girls, guys. Yeah. The Wolf of Wall Street. There you go. Can that can be considered a comedy? I laugh my ass off. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, 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 I'm not saying it, there aren't funny everything. parts. It's a, is it, what is it called? A dramedy? <laughs> is that what it be considered? Whatever. Let's just throw a midget care. against, I mean, let's just throw a midget against the Velcro wall. You know, like <laughs> that's how the movie starts too. 
It's like the opening scene. Starts out with a bang. <laughs> that was somebody's life. That was somebody's life. Remember so, that uh, somebody in the in the in the Twitch chat commented a uh, Thor Ragnarok as a comedy, which I can believe. The problem is that all the Marvels are comedies now. Yeah, but that one sort of that stands apart from the others. I think it was a good movie. Yeah. It was an excellent movie. It just said it's really funny. And then they and then they fucked up Love and Thunder. The Melissa McCarthy though, she just plays the same role in every fucking movie. It's the same yeah. like just got that like, shtick. Yeah, that they just uh, the I'm fat like so I'm yeah, it's not stupid it, shit it's not funny. Time. Like there's Here. nothing funny about her about her acting. It's Here's people graphic, loved her bridesmaids and they just beat it into the ground. Comedy uh Suicide Squad, the, the remake one that came or the uh the Suicide Squad that came out a couple of years last year, they classified that as a comedy, which that's pretty vulgar. I, I can see that. Not much though. Slim pickings yeah. out there. Slim Slim pickings. It's not like yeah. Well, Not I feel like 90s. 2010 to 2020 was really focused on the comic book genre and the drama genre more than anything else. Yeah, that was that's what was making money. Oh, yeah, and it, and what, fucking fist. Well, that too, but I feel like I mean, obviously, with you, so around this time, the economy still wasn't like super robust, and so nobody was really taking a chance with a with a comedy that may not have done well. Because at least you can be pretty well sure that with like one of the crappy Star Wars movies or. Some of the oh, the comic book movies or something like that. You know that even if they're not good movies, they're going to make some level of money. Like if they were to release, let's say, Tropic Thunder, you know, more or less in its current form, but like five years later, there it may have flopped. That's true. That's a good point. And so, and I, I guess, and and that's a product of the. Um, I just don't think economics. I I think they would have read the script and said, "There's no way we're making this." Yeah, well, no one's gonna take a chance on yeah. it beyond beyond the uh, insensitivities. I don't think it would. I don't think it, it would have made any money in in twenty twelve. It didn't make. It, I mean, compared with that cast, it didn't make much money in two thousand eight. I mean, it made good yeah. money, but it it wasn't a top ten grossing film that year. It wasn't even a top fifteen grossing film that year. So yeah, that's, I mean, the I think that's part of the reason why they stopped making these movies is because people. Don't go to the movies to see them. They wait for them to come out or stream stream them. Yeah. Well, it seems like it, it's also it's. I'm not saying it's catering to a, a specific market, but you know, it it obviously a movie a movie like Tropic Thunder is, is going to lack the big box appeal of a comic book movie. Yeah. And you can't, you can't take about, your kids to see. It. Yeah. And there's something about seeing those movies in the theater with the IMAX and the surround sound, like these uh-huh. like action movies. That's different than the the comedies where you can watch at home. You don't need surround sound. You don't need no, I mean, that whole experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think that's why they don't make them anymore. And then a lot and, of them just started doing bad too. Like, look at some of the ones that they tried to even they took like classic comedies and like made just like you were saying earlier, like sequels. Like they did like they did a Super Troopers too. Yeah, they did. They did an Anchorman too. They were all horrible. Yeah, so yeah. I never the, saw Super Troopers too, but I really the Vacation remake they did with. Mm-hmm. with yeah, man. with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like they they tried, and then that was like those that was like 2013, 2014-ish. I feel like, and then it just it just nosedived, and no one's really touched. touched you're those right. types of comedies again. I think you're hitting now on the head that they know uh, a Marvel movie's gonna even a Marvel movie that sucks is gonna make like twenty, yeah. you know, two hundred million dollars or something. Well, also because little kids don't have the same opinion like we do. Like they'll they'll see a, a Marvel movie that we think is like average or maybe even sucks. They'll be like, "Oh, it's great because it's got this guy in it." They don't. They're not looking at the same stuff we are, and parents are going to take them to see it. It's funny you say that, Steve. 
these the latest podcast we had that same exact conversation about a movie that we all saw when we were the guys who saw it when they were kids mortal Kombat. they still love it the guy that didn't mm-hmm. see it when he was a kid hated it yeah yeah it's yeah it's all it's rose-colored glasses when you're looking oh. at, at nick thought it was absolute hot garbage and i'm like yeah no it's not it's fabulous yeah <laughs> I, I can throw that on right now and watch that movie again yeah i can rewind it back back there you go yeah see I just, <laughs> this movie I think will it will live on right like it there's there it's kind of like if, it's kind of like this kind of like the Chappelle show like everybody knows that it was around the same time as this a little earlier but you know same decade and that comedy lives on in not as doesn't get the, the, the it doesn't have the the same it, star power it had but people know it and well this is that it's accessible, but it's not going to be. You, they're not going to run it on TNT all weekend or anything like that. No. Like if you want to find it, you'll be able to find it. But it's I, there's somebody talking about how they they want to. They don't like streaming. They want to buy all their uh, movies like hard copies or or like of movies because they're afraid they're going to start censoring these movies that are on streaming services so they won't have like yeah. original copies of these movies so mm-hmm. like and i yeah. thought that was like an interesting point it is and it's made. not on it's not unrealistic i mean if you yeah. turn on so, so i've mentioned on the show before but i have th- i have three little kids and so the disney plus streaming service is a, a go-to in in this house and some of the older disney con- um content has a screen warning that get you know that warns parents about you know some of the 1960s movies have con- even the animated ones for children have content that was would be not considered appropriate under modern standards so it gives kind of parents a warning i mean i ignore it because i don't give a shit but because it's, it's disney i mean come on so yes i understand that in some ways you know maybe you know people were not portrayed in the best light sometimes in some of the early movies but censor that i won't say i won't go as far as to say that they're going to censor that stuff i hope not at least not it's not an unrealistic thought though they've uh i know they did it with um in home alone 2 now when they show it on during christmas they edit the scene with donald trump out where he points (laughs) kevin to the lobby it's 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 out of it's out of the movie really it's so yep i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not a Trump or it's actually oh Trump. no yeah I'm not trying to get but, into that at all that, I'm just saying it's, it's, just it's, so it's, it's exactly what we were talking about is going yeah. back and I know but like it's, censoring it's the movie so, it's so bad that, they, that people are so sensitive now that they can't even see yeah. that guy in a movie and it's not like he's you know he says like three words yeah he's not it's, all to the left yeah down the, yeah it's not it's nothing that's like you know super offensive that would be cons- but it was just what you know with Joe and what you guys were just talking about that's literally just censorship of Jesus. you know fucking Christ we are. It's gonna give me heartburn thinking about that. The times that we live in now, gentlemen, from where you know, so where we were, to so where we are. <laughs> so everybody, start archiving your movies. Yes. I, I, you know, I, I, I have I, a media server at home where I store a lot of <laughs> stuff like this. So I'm not giving it up. <laughs> oh my god, Joe! I remember the day like when you would fucking download download all those movies, and you would have like the fucking like those binders, those CD binders that you would put all your DVDs in, and you had like. Two that were definitely full, and you had a third that you were like halfway through. Yep. And so, what I like did, any, Bill, any movie, any like season of television, yep. like Family and Guy, so Simpsons. What I did like was I turned all that into digital content on a server in my basement <laughs> that I can access from my computer at any time, and plus any other device in my, my in my 
purview. So my phone or whatever. Even the and phone? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe maybe I'll go build a, cl- a, a collection of 70s Euro trash porn just for you, Jim. <laughs> nah, nah. 80s, please. 80s. Yeah, 80s. Excuse me. Class it up a little bit, yeah. You bet. But I like so I, I do part. hope that we don't get to the point where there's going to be a extreme censorship <laughs> of any of any of our content. I'm not I'm not that paranoid, but when I heard neither the, am I when, but... when I heard the guy bring it up, I thought it was an interesting theory. Oh, yeah. And mm. Steve bringing up the Home Alone movie. I mean, I mean, it's I not know. really I mean, if, if it exists, it's not a theory. So like I, I could see if it was Stormy Daniels that gave Kevin directions to Dan. But yeah. uh, how is that any different than Donald Trump? <laughs> So I can't jerk off to Donald Trump, okay? In this life. Edit that out. No, you can keep it. I don't care. So oh, somebody in the Twitch chat said they pulled three episodes of Scrubs from Hulu for blackface actors. Really? I never watched Scrubs. Yeah. I never watched Scrubs either, but that's unfortunate. I mean, they should just pull Scrubs in general, but... I know there's episodes of The Office that they don't air now. For with for certain reasons. I'm just kidding. I love Scrubs. I've actually never seen Scrubs, but that's just... I- but I the fact that, a, that that they're pulling content for that, come on. I I, mm-hmm. I dabbled a little bit of, of it when I was uh, when I was away at college uh, in the mid two thousands, but I you know I saw a couple episodes here and there, but not enough yeah. to like remember certain seasons or episodes or or whatever, or even quote it for God's sakes. I think it comes down to you know if you don't like it, then don't watch it. No one's going to force you to watch yeah. old episodes of Scrubs. I think you're worried looking. about getting sued. I, it's I, endemic of our can- of our cancel culture, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully they don't cancel this movie because Tropic Thunder is fabulous. I'd I could only it. I could only find it on Amazon. No, nowhere else. Like I have, like I pay for um, like the full Hulu plan that has cable and everything else. Mm-hmm. They I didn't have it there a, to, to rent or buy. Property, Steve. Yeah, they didn't have it. I could only yeah. find it on Amazon. I was like, I wonder if that's because no one really wants to. Like you were saying earlier, Jim, it's just like no one wants to be associated. They don't want to yeah. pick it up. I think you're. I, I own a copy of it, so yeah, me too. Um, I mean, you—if you're like kind of like how records made a comeback—I think that's going to happen with DVDs. So if you're into DVDs now, like if you want like to stockpile this shit, now's the time because you go yeah, to Walmart, you can get for a dollar. Think of for like yeah, you get you get like oh, they got, got that giant thing. bin, and it used to be like garbage movies in there, like you know, like Jaws six or something. Now yeah, it's like I was looking through it. the other day. And there's like actually like legitimate good like movies in there now like classics and I'm just like should I start buying these or like you know you do go go to a thrift store you'll see a shit ton there oh yeah mm-hmm. if you if you go to any Goodwill in the United States they're gonna have just a oh. treasure trove Thousands. of DVDs for like fifty cents yeah now I just got you're not you're not you're, you're not getting off the couch <laughs> and changing over the DVD I still have a I still have a VHS player yep I do too. They're worth a lot of money. I have a my parents when they moved to Delaware, they gave us a box of VHS tapes, mostly Disney and among other random pieces of shit. (laughs) But but I have that, and then I have a I have a Blu-ray player, and which is basically just a DVD player that plays other shit, and (laughs) you know, and it works fine. I keep it in a box just in case. (laughs) Yeah, my parents have a, a VCR. Still have a Blu-ray and a DVD, but I don't have a VCR anymore. But like no, no, Jim's right though. Like all the yeah. like vinyls coming back now, uh, cassette tapes are coming back. It's yeah. um, everything like, it goes in full circle. So it I think we're aging ourselves a little bit here, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, for our, our younger listeners who are a little older. Deal with it. But no, that that's it, it. You guys all bring up good good points. Like they don't even like show shit like this on TV anymore. Fucking Jim even brought up when we were doing uh, our Christmas episodes when we did Bad Santa. Like they don't show Bad Santa on TV anymore. Oh no, of course not. And if they do, it's so chopped up. It's like you, you <laughs> it might as well not even watch it. Can't, don't watching. even bother watching it. Yeah, yeah, there's there's full like there's full like five minute increments that just aren't in the movie, and you're like, oh, that's like my favorite part. <laughs> like I like when he's in the hot tub, just coming to town. <laughs> Wooden pickle. In- yeah, he's in the changing stall with the lady, and you can just hear him. Just <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I never fornicated. So, you uh, saying there's something wrong with my fuck stick? <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna make. That's gonna. That's not gonna gonna make ABC Family's Twenty Five Days of Christmas anytime. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be so fucking great. Oh my god, I'd die. I mean, it would be chop, worth it. They chop up. Uh, Family vacation, or, or vacation, vacation. Yeah. and that's that's not even that bad. No, it's not. It's pretty tame, all things considered. Yeah. That's like a PG movie for the eighties. You were always allowed to sneak like one or two f bombs in, and still keep it like at the most PG thirteen. I mean, they, yeah, they, they, there's like six dick, dick references in Ghostbusters, and that's a PG movie, like for the eighties. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jaws was PG, man. The original Jaws, really? Was it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. No wonder kids had nightmares. <laughs> yeah, took this yeah, people what, bringing the whole family. I'll never forget. I, when the first time I saw Jaws was like, I was, I don't know, five or six. And we were over like a friend of the family's early 90s. And I remember it was like 4th of July weekend. We were over there and they had like Jaws on, on the TV. And I was like, was watching it. <laughs> like, I, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't even like going in pools for a while after that. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? You shouldn't be watching this. The movie scared like. A generation and, gener- oh, yeah. and generations to come yeah. <laughs> of, of the ocean, man. That was a messed up movie, especially since a kid got eaten in it. And then you yeah. see it as a kid. Yeah. I remember I saw Hellraiser and I couldn't go near a knitting kit for years. Well, it pins. Yep. I was afraid to go to sleep sometimes at night because I saw that scene of Johnny Depp in, Fri- in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where the bed just eats him. You ever see the original Friday or on that? Oh, yeah, yeah, get sucked, mm-hmm. into sucked into yeah. his bed. And all all that bed comes, the all blood that just blood. shoots up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's got that much blood on their body. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days, gentlemen. That's Agreed. why we did this podcast just to reminisce about how 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 how, how far we've come and how how far away we really are. But that's uh that's all I got for uh for this. Unless you guys mm-hmm. want to bring up anything else that we for forgot to talk about. The Everyone credit scene. See it. Oh, with yes. uh, yeah, I love how they ended it on that too. Like to really give him like the focal point. They give him the ludicrous song, and he's yeah. just dancing. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, Tom Cruise, they, man, just they knew what they had there. there. They knew what the they had time. there. Yeah, he only, exactly. Yeah. He had ten minutes of screen time, and he made the most of every single second of yeah. those ten. Well, minutes. you know, we were just saying earlier, he's like everyone's favorite character, mm-hmm. and like we were saying, we probably got what a total of 10, 15 minutes, maybe in, in the whole movie. Yeah, counting that whole two two and a half minute dance scene at the end. <laughs> is that like a favorite? Like he's body body was isn't he body buddies with Stiller? That was like a favorite for Stiller in the movie. Like I forget how. There's no a backstory idea. to that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He really so, came out of his uh, his shell for that movie. He's the highlighted yeah. movie. He's when you talk about the movie, remember Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise in the movie. Those are the two guys you remember. But if you haven't seen this movie, 
you should go watch it and you should go watch it with some of your sensitive friends that are very PC. They're going to love it. They're going to thank you for it. Um, they're going to enjoy it. It's, it's going to change their world. Yes. They're, they're, they're really going to like it, especially if they're sensitive. So next week we're going to be doing a, uh, I guess you could call it, call it another comedy. We are going to be doing a uh, Friday with ice cube and Chris Tucker. Having, that's another movie I haven't seen in a, in a while, but that's also a classic one way back in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. Oh, Chris, yeah. Tuck, Chris Tucker is hysterical. Yeah, I got, well, there's I got, ones where you, you you know it line for line. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I actually know someone that I I don't want to get into the, the movie next week, but there's a line in there where because Ice Cube he gets he his character gets fired from his job on his day off, <laughs> and I just remember his dad be like, hey, Craig, how are you going to get fired on your day off? I know Craig? exactly what you're talking, but about. I I know I know someone that 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 did get fired on their day off. <laughs> tell us on. So tell us next the story next. Yeah, week. yeah, I was, yeah. I don't okay. want to go too much. <laughs> you got to tune in for next week. You tune yeah. in for next week. You want to hear that story? Yeah. Well, uh, so Joe, anything else on on Twitch that anyone's asking? Um, I've, I've been going back and forth with a with one person. The, they said it was a great commentary, and they'll tune in next week. So sweet, thanks. But, for oh, but this one person also said that speaking of Hellraiser for Jim and Bill, they're re- they are rebooting it with a female pinhead. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we'll call that the message. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've seen it since I saw it when I was a kid. But maybe I'll tune into it for the for the uh, for the update. I don't know. Nope. No thanks. Move on. Well, that'll do it for this week's podcast uh, episode for Tropic Thunder. Thank you for everyone who had tuned in on Twitch tonight to listen to us, as well as everyone who tunes in on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Breaker. Uh, as always, you guys can feel free to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating, drop us a comment. Um, thank you all again for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.